Hey Cornerstone, my name is Scott and today's Cornerstone Connection comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Several years ago I read a book by Jerry Bridges called Respectable Sins and I love the title because there are certain sins that we deem respectable or acceptable when we should be appalled by them. Can you think of some of those for a moment? As we've read through the book of 1 Corinthians, we see that the church in Corinth began to deem certain sins as respectable or accepted. These sins became things that they were tolerating and they shouldn't be. And the Apostle Paul puts his finger on those things and says, you need to repent. You need to flee these sins. And 1 Corinthians chapter 10 is one of those passages. In this passage, we see that Paul puts his finger on several different sins. He puts his finger on the sin of idolatry and sexual morality and putting Christ to the test and grumbling. Now, we see those sins listed in verses 7 through 10. And so as you think about sins that are considered acceptable versus not acceptable, how would you categorize those sins? I think oftentimes when we read that, we might say, well, sexual morality, that, that definitely is unacceptable. But idolatry? Is that all that bad? Well, the fact of the matter is, we can easily fall into idolatry without even knowing it. Tim Keller wrote an excellent book called Counterfeit Gods, in which he defined idolatry this way. He said, what is an idol? It is anything more important to you than God. Anything that absorbs your heart or imagination more than God. Anything that you seek to give you what only God can give. A counterfeit God or an idol, Keller writes, is anything so central and essential to your life that should you lose it, life would hardly feel worth living. So what are those idols that we have today that are more insidious or, or hidden because the idols of Israel, the idols of the nations around them, were made of wood and stone, but ours are much more hidden and hard to identify. Well, maybe the idolatry we find ourselves immersed in today is having the right theology. Or, or maybe it's uh, celebrating individual freedom. Or even the value we place on our own families. Yes, good things can become God things. And when a good thing becomes a God thing, you have walked into idolatry. So what do we do with it? Well, Paul tells us in verse 14, look there with me. He says, therefore, my beloved, flee from idolatry. Flee from idolatry. Because he just pointed out in the first couple of verses here that the Israelites didn't flee from idolatry. In fact, they face God's judgment. And he says there in verse 6, these things took place as examples for us that we might not desire evil as they did. And he says there in verse 7, do not be idolaters as some of them were. That is the same call for us today, to flee from idolatry and to run to God. Whatever idol that you are prone to today, you need to confess that to the Lord. Pray that your love for him would increase and your love for that idol would decrease and fade into non-existence. You see, we are called to glorify God with our lives, to worship him and to show the world how great he is. And so my challenge to you today is grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, and just begin to brainstorm. What are those things that I'm prone to worship? 
what are those things that have become more important to me than God himself? Even those good things in life. Put that on paper. Pray that, that, that uh, prayer of confession to God. Share that list with a friend or family member who can pray for you and encourage you. And seek to live your life in such a way where you demonstrate that Jesus Christ is your treasure and you treasure him above all things.